0: Hello, loyal podcast listeners, this is future Drew speaking to you inside of your earholes. Well, technically, this is present Drew speaking, and the Drew that's in the podcast is now past Drew. Don't worry, it's all very confusing, but that's what I'm here to explain. We recorded this episode quite some months ago at this point, right at the point that Cobra Kai Season 1 and 2 had just been released on Netflix and now we are releasing it towards the end of this year during which there has been a lot of information that has come out about season three of Cobra Kai including a trailer for it which wasn't out at the point that we recorded this podcast they also announced that season four is happening as well which we also didn't know while recording this podcast so there are some things we talk about in this podcast that might seem a little bit dated at this point but don't worry it's all still good content so you have nothing to worry about there Also in that time, they did push forward the release date of Cobra Kai Season 3 from the 8th of January 2021 to the 1st of January 2021. So that means we are releasing this now just in time for Season 3 coming out on Netflix. So if you haven't watched Cobra Kai Season 1 and 2 yet, you've still got some time. Quickly, quickly go. Go watch it. Then listen to this podcast and then you will be ready for Season 3 of Cobra Kai releasing in a matter of days at this point we are so excited but just wanted to update you on that situation to let you know that some stuff we talk about then has also been confirmed at this point now when the present time not the past time that we recorded this podcast again it's all very confusing but don't worry Go and listen to the podcast now, and then you will enjoy season three. In the meantime, though, I'm going to let past Drew and past Amber crack on with the show. And I, as present Drew, I'm going to upload this. And as Johnny Lawrence says himself, send it to the Internet. It's happening now. We're about to send you back to the future. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the chair the show in which we take a classic movie that one of us, or both of us, might not have seen before, and we take a look at it now. I'm Drew Bridger.
1: I'm Amber Inch.
0: And in what might be considered to be a brief break from our normal programming, we have decided to do something slightly different with this episode, as it does tie into a previous episode that we did before. This week, we aren't looking at a movie that one of us or both of us have not seen. We are instead taking a look at Cobra Kai. (laughs) (laughs) No, we are taking a look at Cobra Kai this week, season one and season two, because we did briefly talk about it in our episode on The Karate Kid. But it only recently came onto Netflix, a platform that we have that we could actually watch it on, rather than it being a YouTube exclusive, which you had to pay extra to see. So we finally got our opportunity to start watching Cobra Kai. Now, to say that this series pulled us in and held us in a grip lock, the likes of which even (laughs) Daniel LaRusso himself could not break out of (laughs) would be putting it lightly it goes without saying that if you have not seen cobra kai firstly what What is wrong with you what you've had all of this time now you i mean seriously if you have not seen cobra kai there are going to be spoilers we are going to be discussing both season one and season two if you haven't seen the karate kid that is probably the place that you should start, because if you haven't seen Karate Kid, ain't none of this gonna be making any sense to you at all.
1: No, you don't have to no. watch too. You don't have to watch the other ones afterwards. It's really just the first film that you have to watch to be able to see, kind of get the points of this series. Because I haven't seen the rest of the films, but I understood.
0: There's a couple of bits every so often that are mentions of but things they... that happened in C- in. Karate Kid part two and part three I can literally count on one hand the references that are made to part two and part three everything else is almost exclusively from the events of the first Karate Kid movie which I think really is something that actually works in their favor
1: yeah and when they show parts of the other films, especially 2 and 3, they're obviously more aware that people haven't seen those as much or aren't as familiar with those. Mm. And they put flashbacks and they show you in between they anyway. Give you,
0: they give you the brilliance of the context yeah. of what they're discussing so you're not from be lost, the other two films. Basically. No. It feels wrong to do an episode of this podcast that we do together and not start it off in the way that we usually do. I think we still need to attempt it. So, cast your mind back, Amber Neri, a few (laughs) weeks ago to when we first started watching Cobra Kai. What did you think this series was going to mainly be focusing on before we started watching it?
1: I have no idea. (laughs) Um... I don't know. I really don't know.
0: Okay, so what were your expectations of the series then?
1: Well, I didn't think that I was going to go in to enjoy it at all. Obviously, when you mentioned during our Karate Kid podcast episode Mm. um, that they had made a series, Cobra Kai and that kind of thing. I wasn't really that interested. <laughs> oh, okay. And it didn't really go in as much. I was kind of like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, maybe take the chance on it, but I'm not sure that I'm going to enjoy that. I don't know if that's mm. the thing that I would be interested in. Kind of because struck you I... as a little bit
0: of like a cash in.
1: Well, I didn't think, on it. I mean, you might like have told me. Like a revival. Me. Maybe. Well, no, you might have told me at the time. I don't even, I don't think I went in.
0: Okay. Really
1: afterwards. I don't remember it. But I wasn't aware that it was all of the same people that had come back. Oh, so okay. I thought it might have just been, we're called Cobra Kai. We're bringing the group back, but it's not the same actors, not the same characters. It's just like a new way of bringing the story and the dojo or the karate team back, mm. but not the same characters and the same actors. So That's Cobra
0: something. Kai, the new generation, yeah, the I new class. It was be,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be... You know, called Cobra Kai. It's got Cobra Kai Karate, mm. and it's a new class for like people. Like and they when they tried to revive Save
0: by the Bell, and it just yeah. didn't. It, it didn't work because it didn't have any of the other people
1: in it. Mm. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be a reinvention, but then is it like the minute that I saw it, <laughs> the minute that it started, I was like, Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> this is so fun. So you like, were so sucked
0: in from like minute one, then. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. So, as I said, we are going to be talking spoilers for the series. We're not going to kind of gloss over parts of the series, season one or two, actually, in any kind no. of stretch. So...
1: Go watch it. Watched it? Good. There well, we can go. <laughs>
0: wow, that was quick. <laughs> Wow, they must have really uh, sped through that. That was yeah. lightning fast. But I like it. I like the dedication there. <laughs> so let's start off with season one. Now, season one is kind of Johnny Lawrence. is kind of following him mostly. It picks up with him 30 odd years later after the Karate Kid. And it kind of shows you what his life has become and he's not got a whole lot going on and Daniel LaRusso is ridiculously successful and in the first episode you kind of get the sense of going oh right I can kind of see where this is going to go it's gonna still be focusing on their rivalry Mm -hmm. it's still going to be focusing on this guy's right this guy's wrong yeah but It really evolves past that point so much that it flipped, for me, all expectations on its head. Like, I kind of knew personally what the series was going to be about because I'd read up on it a little bit when it first came out. Like, I saw people's reactions to, like, the first couple of episodes. And I was like, oh, okay, I can kind of see what this is going to be like. It might be worth watching And then when I heard a little bit more about it, I was like, oh, okay." so people are saying it's really good. I wonder why it's really good. And now after realizing that it flips expectations so much, that's why it's so good, because it gives you so much more than what you expect to get from it. So, yeah, yeah,
1: I get that. That makes sense. Although, I mean, if, if somebody kind of told me the, sto- like the premise the, and like a loose story before I started watching it, it's kind of exactly what I would expect, I think. I would expect it to be a bit nostalgic and a bit sentimental and a bit rivalry, sure. like, you know, maybe friendly rivalry, which is not really friendly rivalry. It's not, it's not, really, <laughs> it's not really friendly, friendly. rivalry. No. But, no. Um, but yeah, I would kind of expect those things. So, I think that's, I think it's, I think it's it's
0: right. It it gives you the expectations of what you think it's going to be as far as a revival of something that you know and love from the 80s in a modern day setting would give you. But unlike people trying to reboot things Mm. or make a new sequel to something that you already loved. This actually gives you a continuation of the story with a legitimate reasoning behind it. Like it's not just that someone's decided to make a Cobra Kai series focusing on Johnny Lawrence instead because they could have done that and done the Karate Kid Hmm. from From Johnny Lawrence's point of point of view. But instead, what they've done is they've gone to the effort of continuing mm-hmm. that story. And and all of this kind of rivalry that happened has festered into something entirely different.
1: Whoever thought of this? Genius. I know. And <laughs> it's just like, it's such it a simple premise. Back. Yeah, it is. And it's like, it's obviously not, it's not a Disney thing, clearly. But it's brought it to be good for modern day teenagers even as well. So, I mean, I'm not saying 14, right. 15, but maybe like 17, 18, kind of late teenager into early 20s. It if you watched it and you had seen The Karate Kid before, mm. you would you would enjoy it because it's like, it's teenage drama. It's, you know, becoming an adult. It's growing up. It's finding your way. And, you know, all those classic things. It
0: does, because you realise that the kids that are in this series... Are or at least are meant to be similar ages to the children
1: of the people
0: who grew up Mm. with watching Karate Kid and went to the cinemas to see Karate Kid and it like had that impact. Mm -hmm. So now, now they have the opportunity to go. Hey, this is the film that I watched when I was your age Mm. in the cinema, and now. This is the continuation of it. You've got someone to relate to in this series. And I get my slice of nostalgia coming from seeing the characters that I knew back then back again. Mm. So genius is in its simplicity, really.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't need much.
0: No. Anyway, you have what can only be (laughs) described as perhaps an essay worth of notes. Not
1: an essay worth of notes. Just You've got some a couple notes. of
0: pages I've
1: got some notes.
0: Yeah, that paragraph there. Look at that. <laughs> Words worth over here. <laughs> All right, so let's start going through some of the things you have put down because you're better at keeping much more concise notes on paper than I am in my head.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Well, see, season 1 is kind of basically just me get into grips with the characters, who they are, the story, what I think might be happening later on. Okay. Um, And then season two gets a little bit more involved Mm. because the season is more involved anyway. It does. Um, So talk us through the beats of season one. The first things that I noticed was that I thought Johnny Lawrence was still a bit of an idiot. He was a bit of a Dinlo still. Right. I don't know that he was harming anybody I don't think that he was like a criminal or a horrible person or anything right. but I thought oh he's still got those idiot tendencies of being like I'm the big guy I'm going to bully you you know that kind of thing and he yeah. had like a bully kind of thing about him still so I wasn't sure that Daniel LaRusso was going to get involved again I thought he was going to be the big man be the adult and he was going to take a step back and it wasn't going to be as much about him and right. that's what I thought so he was going to show that he could be kind of the big mm. man. Because he's got the money. He doesn't have to prove himself. Yeah. He's got the life. He doesn't have to prove that either. Yeah. So, you know, why bother? Why yeah. bring it upon himself? What's the point? Type yeah. of thing. Because the thing that confused but me men- about that... Yeah, exactly.
0: Because <laughs> the thing that confused me about that is like, okay, I understand he's meant to be out of touch a little bit with the happenings of the world because he's just been in his own little shell mm. or anything. And I realised that this was made all the way back in 2018. Dun, dun, dun. Okay.
1: Such innocent times.
0: I know, right? (laughs) But it does have to be said, I'm sorry, Facebook has been out for over 10 years. (laughs) Who doesn't in 2018? He didn't have a
1: smartphone. He didn't use technology. He
0: didn't. Okay, so he didn't use technology. He knew how
1: to put up a TV, but he didn't know how to work it.
0: Right. Okay, sure. But you still must have heard people at least talking about Facebook.
1: I don't know, he doesn't have any friends really. It looked like he didn't have any friends. Yeah,
0: that's didn't true. Have that's true.
1: Apart from the homeless woman that obviously doesn't know what Facebook is.
0: Yeah, that's true. Alright. So you've legitimized that for me a <laughs> little bit, I suppose. I don't know. Even hearing someone just talk about Facebook a little bit, like what does he what does he do for anything without the internet
1: i don't know he just drinks beer and watches tv he's too bothered about
0: babes (laughs) johnny lawrence all he wants to do is drink beer and get babes
1: yeah he doesn't care about all that stuff
0: and i find it so funny that he's still got that kind of dude mentality i don't know man i was I, i don't know much about the 80s i was too busy getting babes yeah. you know it was like I, yeah. I'm not that into music I was too busy getting babes and stuff like that I was like yeah alright okay He's still very much though? very much that kind of guy because we've seen
1: the film and I don't think he really got the babe yeah, in the that's in that film that's true that was the problem in the first place that's true his his events
0: of what went on in the film severely different to what we have had portrayed yeah yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I've yeah got a note on that oh do you <laughs> yeah I do yeah because as we saw in this one, he explained to Miguel, he was explaining mm. how in his brain the story went down for him. So in his story, in his mind, he was just a guy minding his own business. This kid from another place turns up, tries to get his girlfriend, and yeah. and then a fight. And actually, he is right, really.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he is right. And then, so, hang on. So when we when we did our karate kid... Episode And I put forward the theory that Johnny Lawrence is actually the karate kid and Daniel LaRusso is technically the bully yeah, in this. Well, and you kind of went, oh, no, I don't buy into that theory at all. Because he was still acting
1: like an idiot, though. Come on, you have to be honest.
0: OK, well, yeah, like, there is after that. After
1: hearing his side of the story now, obviously, I do, un- I do understand why he had a bit of beef. You know yeah. why? He, why he had a bit of a problem with him. So I do get it, the, but he still didn't have to take it so far.
0: The bit about that that really, really made me go, oh yeah, actually, that was a bit of a dick mm. move. Was when he said, then I had no interaction with him for months, mm. and then on Halloween he decides to put a hose yeah. over the cubicle and spray <laughs> me.
1: And I'm like, yeah.
0: actually, yeah, they don't tell you that it was like weeks in between yeah, it was from that incident to
1: Halloween. So that was months. Yeah.
0: I was like, "That's actually a really good point."
1: Yeah, yeah, it's awful. But then, and then you think, well, if Johnny Lawrence hadn't been taught by such a wrinkly old ballsack, he wouldn't have like <laughs> he wouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Yeah. So, so well, we're
0: veering into season two.
1: I don't think he was as bad. I don't think I don't now think he was as bad as I thought he was in the first place.
0: No, the portrayal that we get from him in the first season, at mm-hmm. least, of Cobra Kai is that he didn't have much in the way of a father figure. And that's actually something that he and Daniel LaRusso have kind of a common ground over. And there's this brief moment in season one where you see them start to understand each other. And it's like a flicker of a moment of the fact that John Kreese was... The father figure that Johnny Lawrence was looking for because he was paying attention to him and he was teaching him Mm. and he was giving him like strength and determination and everything like that. And Mr Miyagi was the father figure that Daniel LaRusso was looking for because he was someone that was spending time with him and caring for him and reminding him of his father who had passed away mm. and was kind of carrying on that father figure mentality. And it's like they both found the father figures that they were after, well, but kind yeah, of just one of them way, found though. it in the wrong place. Yeah,
1: not in the right way, shall we say. Yeah. So as the as the series went on, I realised that I was actually rooting for Johnny a little bit more because it's kind of like you get the underdog type. Type right. Thing for him, don't you? Right. so it's kind of like
0: you kind of hate him at the start, and then yeah, you kind of love to hate him, yeah, and then you kind of actually hate like that you love him. I <laughs> then you just end up loving him,
1: yeah, <laughs> like he knew the lovable road, yeah. He ended up knowing that he was wrong and he was trying to learn, but I found it quite refreshing that it was in a realistic way, so it wasn't like one day I, he's this type of character then all of a sudden he knows that that's not right and he needs to change. And then the next day he's amazing, happy, changed, different guy. It's actually a very long process, which is realistic. So he would have something. It's not just spontaneous. And then he would slip back, Mm. fall backwards, take a few steps back. You know, he gets up in the morning, I'm not drinking beer anymore, I'm drinking orange juice instead. I'm going to make myself a proper breakfast. I'm going to go and talk to this person. I'm going to do good things today, get, you know, progress made and this sort of stuff. And then the next day something happens and he's right back it's square one again right and that makes you kind of go oh come on johnny you yeah. can do it come on and it, it kind of makes, makes you get behind him and it, it, it makes you on.
0: want to see that change yeah. and i think you've hit on something a little bit there is is the realism of it because i think that is in a way a universal thing that people can relate to we mm. all have Good days. And we all have bad days. The good days, you feel like, yeah, this is brilliant. I can conquer anything. I want to go out. I want to do things. Everything like that. And then something happens that makes you kind of slip back a little bit. And you kind of want him to stay on those Mm -hmm. good days. Mm. And the great thing is, obviously, this is a bit of an overview of season one, really. Mm. But... In a way, he does realise early on that although he wants to restart Cobra Kai, Mm. he can't kind of do it in the same fashion
1: that he did before.
0: He learns that very, very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. Because he alienates all of the students and it's only Miguel that kind of goes, I don't think you can really do that. And he explains that, well, if I am doing that, it's because everyone here like, needs to be tough and you yeah. need to kind of flip the script. You can do these things and still be badass. And there's that moment where you go, oh, my God, he's teaching them all the right things, just doing it in the wrong way. Yeah. But the, what, he, what he's teaching them is actually really, really sound. Yeah,
1: you can kind of start to see the way it's going. And the way it's going is probably the right direction. It's just a little bit of, you know, it's going to get you there. It's just going to be in a bumpy way. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And that's the good thing is that nothing happens quickly in this series. There's nothing that really just happens for the sake of happening, Mm. which I kind of like, actually. It pays off your investment in watching it, yeah, it by is. seeing these gradual changes and yeah. kind of seeing, oh, I can see where this is going to go mm-hmm. a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, because even halfway through the series already, so many of them have started to evolve as characters that you think mm. you want to see where it's going because it's already started off pretty well. Yeah. And you want to know where they're going to end up. Yeah. So it is good straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's straight away, it's good.
0: Now let's talk about Miguel and his kind of change over season one. Because Miguel is the person who, in this series, most represents Daniel LaRusso, in a way, at the start. Right. Miguel is almost... I don't know,
1: because I feel like Daniel started, like, in Karate Kid right from way back, I don't think he started as the nerdy kid... I think he was always pretty fiery, and I think he always had a little bit of—he had a bit of New Jersey in him. Oh yeah, he from did. Yeah. So he was always a little bit tough and a little bit fighty. So I don't know that he lacked confidence or was shy in that way. I think he always had it in yeah. him there. He just needed to maybe use it. No. properly.
0: M- Miguel is like the 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 Earth Two version of Daniel Larusso in the sense yeah. that he's the one that is getting beaten down repeatedly like getting into the fights like doesn't have the father figure is looking for the father figure that confidence.
1: desperately wants to have needs
0: that confidence everything like that so Miguel is almost like the version of Daniel LaRusso if he had decided to go to Cobra Kai and stay at Cobra Kai and Mm. didn't like get kind of pushed away by johnny lawrence at the start so miguel is almost like the the cobra kai nega version of daniel larusso in a way but you do see a change in him a little bit over the first season and it's his change
1: yeah it's almost like you see the switch it's quite quick though
0: That happens quickly, a little Mm. bit. But that's, like, really kind of at the end of the first season, in the last episode. But you kind of get the impression that, earlier on in the series, that it might be building towards that switch. But you're not sure if actually... What
1: do you mean, the switch to? The the
0: switch to, like, the full Cobra Kai mentality of like no mercy well I thought
1: that they he switched as soon as he was competing he was in the championships and he was fighting Robbie and it was it was then it was immediate he kicked him when he had his back turned it was straight it was straight away as soon as he had to fight somebody in that setting and that capacity and he was competitive about it immediately he was like well I have to win obviously I'm not going to show him any mercy I have to win doesn't matter
0: right so right. It was that.
1: It was that quick. Yeah. It was,
0: and that there. kind of instigates the change in Johnny Lawrence mm. in a way, because he has that realization that yeah. oh, I've been teaching I'm them. This again.
1: The yeah, the same is going to happen. History
0: and, is repeating yeah. itself. I need to break the cycle.
1: And I know, obviously, he wasn't particularly loyal to his son at that point because they didn't really have a relationship for whoever's fault, whoever's reason, whatever. Right. But it still must trigger something to see your child being beaten up by somebody. As right. much as... I know him and Miguel had, at that point, a better bond and a better relationship, actually, than he did with Robbie anyway. Right. But even so, it can't, it can't look good. Sure. Because even if you've got two sons and they're brothers and they're beating each other up as a parent... You don't want to see either of that, surely. <laughs> sure. Fred. So
0: it and, must have
1: been something.
0: And that and that's another great thing because Robbie, who is Johnny Lawrence's biological son, mm. is almost like the reflective version of him. If he yeah. had gone to had a good role model Miyagi.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it was like a switch. It was like a mirror version. Yeah. of Yeah, and that was a very hospital. clever
0: thing to yeah. do with with the kids.
1: And the mirroring thing kind of happens throughout the entire series, but with both different dojos. So you've got, like, the Miyagi-Do and the Cobra Kai-Do, I don't know. Yeah, Cobra kai Dojo. Cobra (laughs) Kai-Do. And they mirror each other as it goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would have, oh, we need to learn teamwork. We're going to get into this impossible situation. You have to get out of it together. And then Miyagi-Do would do the same thing. Sure, yeah. But obviously in a less brutal,
0: brutal way.
1: Um, so it's clever how they kind of mirrored the episodes as they went along through the series. That was pretty cool. I
0: I really liked that. I did really like that.
1: Mm.
0: I do have to say that in season one, even though you know that you're meant to like him, Daniel LaRusso does strike me as being a little bit smarmy. He
1: is smarmy. He is. But then he's right? Oh, I don't want to say that. But it's... I was going to say he's a car salesman.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I mean.
1: Uh, you do what you got to do, you know.
0: If the overly priced shoe fits. <laughs>
1: you know? yeah. I mean, the, and the funny
0: thing is, what's weird to me is that you don't actually see Daniel do any karate Until episode three or four?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. You don't actually see him
0: do a move.
1: Yeah, well, you've got all the sentimental fan nostalgia fodder first, haven't you? You know, he's got to work up. Yeah. He's got to think about Mr. Miyagi and picture him as a ghost form before he has to kick somebody (laughs) in the face or something. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Coming back to him as a forced spirit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. But it basically is. It is as much as cobra kai
0: draws in a nostalgia fashion from the karate kid there are a lot of references that it makes like their halloween costumes that yeah, he gives them yeah that's
1: funny though
0: the it's nice. the pitch and putt that they go to yeah. the crazy golf the school dances everything like that everything that from its scenery
1: viewpoint
0: yeah is reminiscent of yeah, the karate they're all, kid. Yeah,
1: they are in the same place. Yeah,
0: it doesn't actually dwell on the Oh, hey, look, we remember karate kid
1: yeah.
0: all that much. What it does very cleverly is it spreads it thinly throughout
1: Yeah, it does. Little yeah.
0: little dribs and drabs mm. everywhere through the series. It, it never really like dwells or focuses or you know, really kind of drives home. Hey, remember this thing from the film? Well, guess what? We're doing it now. It's like, oh, they go to the crazy golf place. Because
1: they live there. Because they live there. Yeah, it's and it's relevant. the place to it's go not really to. Yeah, it's Yeah, exactly. Not, it's not irrelevant and shoved in. It is relevant.
0: Exactly. And Nothing is done for the sake of doing it for nostalgia. Everything is done kind of for the reasoning that this is where they actually go.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and obviously, he he's still thinking, even after all this time, he's like the wronged, you know, the wronged guy at school who's been mm. pushed down and it shouldn't be like that. So in his head, he's still got all of that stuff that he's got to work out. So because as a character, Johnny Lawrence is always thinking about those things, we're going to see them as well because we're hearing his story. So we're following him and we're following his story and his life and those things are going to happen yeah. because that's what he's thinking about all the time.
0: And I did like... I Because I didn't know how much of it was going to be focusing on the Johnny Lawrence perspective before the series started. No, exactly. I was of the opinion Cobra Kai would be focusing at the very least 50-50 between the two of them.
1: Okay.
0: I, in fact, thought... It kind thought, of is. It kind of does. So... It really focuses on Johnny Lawrence, but Daniel is there to kind of drive the plot and the action and the instigations and things that kind of push him back a little bit. If anything, Daniel is there as the resistance to Johnny doing what he wants to do, and... I was like, okay, that's interesting because that's almost making Daniel the antagonist in the situation Mm -hmm. because it's almost like Daniel is standing in the way of Johnny trying to do the things that he wants to do. Yeah, he's always getting in the way. Yeah, Purely on the basis that it's Cobra Kai. If Johnny Lawrence had called the dojo anything else... Other than Cobra Kai, yeah,
1: it probably wouldn't have made, Daniel made
0: probably difference. wouldn't have had a problem. He would have been like, "Oh, you're teaching karate again? You're not doing that whole thing that you were doing before, <laughs> right?" And he's like, Uh oh, not really. I'm trying to do that, but I'm doing it differently now." He'd be like,
1: "Well, eh, all right, okay, just you know,
0: make good choices, man," and then mm. he'd leave him alone. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. But, but it's got such a stigma, and it's got such a history. <laughs> exactly.
0: So what other things did you pick up on for well, season one?
1: we haven't really spoken about Robbie yet as much. I like Robbie. Do you?
0: I really like right Robbie. Right from the start? From the start, I was not sure. that From the start, they could have gone in one of two directions. They mm. could have had Robbie be really the true antagonist of the series so he would have been manipulating his dad he would have been manipulating Daniel kind of into a rivalry with one another for his own reasons or whatever or they could have done what they actually did with him which was have Robbie be the mirror version of Johnny if he had studied under Miyagi instead And it teaches him that kind of control and that peace Mm. that he has been looking for this entire time. And actually, the great thing, the greatest thing, I would say, about season one of Cobra Kai is that you realise that Johnny and Daniel are both making Miguel and Robbie's lives better in their own way, but they can't see that in each other. They cannot take it no, upon themselves they to go... agree with each
1: other. No, exactly. It doesn't exactly. matter, though, but it doesn't matter if they do agree with each other, and they probably would if they yeah. actually just stopped being so stupid. But because he's called Cobra Kai and he's called Miyagi, like, they just can't... They it can't. It,
0: it's it's impossible for them to do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and nobody else apart from them two can understand. So literally, all of us, all the people watching the show, mm. the his wife and any, anybody else involved, right, cannot seem to understand why it's like that and why they're being so ridiculous because of two names. right. But to them, it's obviously important. it's their childhood, it's how they were brought up, and they just can't get out of it right can't get out of
0: it. but <laughs> but in. no, it's absolutely right and I, and honestly, I have to say, I do think that Robbie has the potential to be my favourite character, aside from Johnny Lawrence, obviously.
1: I think they made it clear very quickly that actually they don't want him to be the down, deadbeat kid so no like you can kind of see and like i really I like i really like all the slow reveals that they have of things so it's like oh, he's a dad oh, he's a son oh, he's his. Yeah. like and they have that like, quite a lot don't they so yeah. like it's like really like, exciting and
0: and there's and the, the great thing is is that it's slowly revealed to the audience mm. at that point yeah but you have this whole thing of oh my god when are they going to find out? When is every other character going to find this out? Matter, really, so. find this out? Yeah. Keeps and, you on edge.
1: Yeah, so I think they they try to get you into the mindset of he's not a bad kid quite quick because it'd be easy for you to kind of, not to hate him, but to think, oh, he's not going to do anything with his life and write him mm, off. So sure. it's, it was probably good for him that he found Daniel Russo and Daniel probably is the best person at the start to find him and teach him. Mm. because his turnaround was quite quick. And I think, obviously, that shows that he's got some good in him somewhere. So if he's got good in him, then Johnny must have good in him as well. So they must be able to bring each other round. And I kind of thought that maybe Johnny was going to try and look look for him, look after him, look out for him, try and find where he went, try and get him back, but not yet, hasn't. try to do that yet which I was quite disappointed by yeah but I think when we learn more about his story obviously Johnny Mm. had a horrible stepdad and that kind of pushed him over the edge but his mum was really nice and his mum was just doing all these things to get his life in order to try and help him money wise I suppose yeah it didn't really help so if he's got his grandma Robbie it would be Robbie's grandmother wouldn't it and her influence in him yeah he can turn yeah. him, turn himself around,
0: and that was kind of the, another surprising part. Really, is when you learn that Johnny Lawrence had a kind of very wealthy and well to do upbringing.
1: Yeah, which is not exact, not what I would what not what I expected at all. No, I genuinely thought he was going to be the one that, like him and Daniel, would have a similar upbringing, and they just went different directions. Right. So Daniel made something of himself. He kind of, however. He did it, yeah. but he's he's up there now. Exactly, and and yeah, and it's that would have changed. been another it's like, a like common ground, around, isn't it? It's like yeah. the opposite. So Johnny started off on the high financial wise, and now he's just down on the dirt. Right. But Daniel Larusso was the opposite way round.
0: It's good that you got that insight into.
1: Mm. Yeah, I really like that.
0: His history and kind of, and it makes you kind of go, oh wow, because that could have gone very, very differently for him. And it kind of makes you feel a little bit bad Mm. that Johnny Lawrence got offered, like, pretty much every opportunity possible, financially speaking.
1: Yeah.
0: And ended up where he was. But that drives it even more Mm. for you to go, go on, make something of yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: And be that success. Yeah. And when he does grasp that, it makes it all the, all the better. Yeah, because
1: yeah. this is kind of the thing that you want Daniel LaRusso to understand, but maybe can't, that he's got everything. And he's all he's trying to do is help Johnny Lawrence. He's just trying to give him a, a leg up. He's just trying to help him. But he can't understand that for Johnny Lawrence, that's probably the most degrading, the most embarrassing thing that could that he could ever right. do is accept help yeah. from a LaRusso especially. because
0: that's all he's been given yeah. in his childhood was just throwing money at it and he's yeah. like I don't want that And
1: but, that is, but he's right he's right that that would be embarrassing and he doesn't want a hand out and he doesn't want this guy to just but Daniel LaRusso obviously cannot understand that mentality he, does, he doesn't get it right but, but he should because if he because when he was younger and he didn't have anything he wouldn't want somebody to just be handing stuff out to him
0: exactly but
1: he just can't kind of get his head around it which I find bizarre exactly and it's showing his like size to his character that are, that are just totally strange to me like yeah. the, the exact opposite of what i would think he would he would normally yeah do like he's supposed to have focus and he's supposed to have empathy and sympathy and and, and that type of thing and actually kind of he doesn't, doesn't at all. teach that. like it's really yeah. bizarre he doesn't have those he doesn't have those things in him which no. is what you would think he would which yeah can. so yeah so i think that's weird
0: Anyway, so then season 1 kind of culminates in the karate tournament. Mm. And Yeah, I
1: found that really uncomfortable. I didn't like watching Robbie and Miguel yeah. fight. I found that really horrible. Cuz yeah, I thought, because I didn't that's... think that Miguel was going to be like that.
0: No, and that's where you kind of go, "Oh, the seeds of this have kind yeah, of been planted throughout the series." Yeah,
1: kind of scary. And that's
0: when the kind of switch happens.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Where like that. he
0: starts being brutal and it's gone from giving this kid confidence to teaching him
1: yeah, like, to oh, be no. brutal and
0: merciless. <laughs> yeah. And that's when Johnny Lawrence realizes he's gone a little bit too far. Mm. He's becoming the thing that brought him down. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. he can't do that to someone else and especially do that to someone else who is then in turn doing that to his son.
1: Yeah.
0: So in a way, I liked seeing that. What surprised me about that was that Miguel won. I thought they were genuinely going to pull a last minute karate kid kind of thing Mm -hmm. where he was teaching Robbie the one handed double kick Thing mm. and that was going to be what yeah, won him the competition. I thought that was going to be a really
1: big deal, and it yeah. hardly even kicked off anything. Maybe exactly. he did that on purpose. Maybe Daniel Larissa was like, "Oh, let's just put that under the because I've never been able to do that." So let's pretend.
0: Yeah. I've never been able to do it, and then he magically pulls really it off. I thought
1: that was going to be a really big deal, and you yeah. never see that ever again. <laughs> no, I know, right? No one mentions that ever again.
0: But it was fantastic. I was going to say it, it was, was fantastic. It was very exciting. But I thought that was going to be the thing that like won him the competition, a la Karate Kid. Right. So that was going to be like yeah. bringing it all full circle. Um, but it didn't. And no. I like that it didn't.
1: Yeah, me too. Because,
0: again, that twists your expectations because you don't expect Cobra Kai to win. And then it kind of reminds you at the end, it's like, well, you know... The series is called Cobra Kai. Yeah, exactly. This is about Cobra Kai. I
1: wasn't (laughs) sure where they were going to go with that. I I know. I didn't really know. I didn't really know what to expect with that.
0: But then, you know, it's bittersweet for Johnny because Johnny finally gets that win, but he's had to watch his son lose. That's probably
1: why they did that, yeah. Yeah.
0: So it makes so much more sense.
1: Yeah, it does. I didn't think I was... <laughs> it's so funny. Because I didn't think I was going to like Cobra Kai as a group because I hated them, obviously, in Karate Kid. And you're probably supposed to. That's mm. probably what you were supposed to Yeah. To, to think. Um, so I thought, I'm really not going to like this group of kids. And actually, the guy that's the hawk, I don't like him, to be honest. But <laughs> whenever Cobra Kai as a group turn up, I do get really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah! Because they all come out like all, all guns blazing. They're, and they're all, all super so cool. confident. They're so yeah, cool. and they're like do these little fancy <laughs> things, and they've got their like, little moves and stuff. And so I do understand why yeah. people get swept up in the Cobra Kai group and the yeah. mentality. Because when you're yeah. that age, and they look like they're so bonded and they're having such a good time, and they're so fierce, and you think, yeah, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? And that's obviously another thing that Daniel kind of can't understand he's like why do they want to be so brutal why do they want no mercy only pain and all this sort of thing and he wants calm and serenity yeah. and peace and he's don't fight unless you have to but do it win with honor and all yeah. these kind of things which is yeah that's fair enough but when you're 16 17 years old
0: that, and you, you want don't to have care confidence. About that.
1: No, <laughs> you don't look at the old skinny exactly. guy doing these like peaceful moves and like shall we get shall we get dry eyes? No, you need to go in there. You need to bash him in the face and you need to scream. <laughs> and that's yeah. what you need to do. And they they like run through the crowd and they're up on stage, unexpected. Everybody's just caught up in it, and I totally understand why. Right? Because I think I would be the same. Yeah, you would want to be that like he's trying to be the good guy and he's doing it with with honor, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine when you're 40. I want
0: to learn how to be a badass. Yeah,
1: that's not that yeah. fair. That's fine if you're in your 50s. Cobra Kai is where you're at at 17. And he just has to accept it. it, it. Just, yeah, it,
0: it makes so much more sense that there are the group of kids, especially ones that go into the class that are like, I want to be more confident. Yeah. I want to learn how to kick ass. I want to learn how to be a better person and flip the script mm. and not get pushed around and not get but because johnny lawrence inadvertently kind of starts teaching all of the nerdiest kids yeah and he's hilarious. like well, i am like, gonna teach so you how to be a badass there. <laughs>
1: there's which so is much
0: comedy it's so funny. which is absolutely brilliant he doesn't get the class <laughs> of like fully butch Jock kids, because none of the jock kids want to learn karate. No, they, don't need to. they don't need to do it.
1: They don't need to. They've got their own thing. And, you know, obviously we should be on Daniel's side because he's doing it in a good way and he's not just trying to randomly beat people up. But Johnny realised that he was wrong and what he was doing wasn't right. So you're watching him physically and mentally grow as a person. But Daniel LaRusso didn't need to do any of that because he already was that. Sure. So you're not watching him grow as as anything. You're not watching him do anything. He already had all of those things. Yeah. So if anything, you're watching
0: Daniel LaRusso take a step back.
1: Yeah, he's going down. You can't kind of watch him grow, go along with his kind of journey and what direction is he going to go in, that kind of thing. So you're not really interested in him as much. No. He's like a side note, because you think, yeah. well, what I want to see is Johnny Lawrence turn in on his head and go forth and prosper, right. you know? Exactly. <laughs> so, because Daniel can't grow, it, he? he's got nothing to do. he can't go up, he's got nothing to do, yeah. he's got nothing to do. But Johnny, ca- as, Johnny can. And as...
0: Johnny can. Johnny can. <laughs> Johnny can.
1: So it makes it worth it. It makes, like, the end goal worth yeah. it. You think, if he's going to get there, we want to see him get there. Yeah. So it's... You know. And... And
0: you can attest that as the series went on, every so often something would happen and it would just be met with a cry of Johnny (laughs) from me. Every time I just cheering it, (laughs) Johnny Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, every so often there were those moments where he just (laughs) like something happens and it clicks. And you go, he's on the right path, he's doing the right thing, he's making mm, yeah. his own changes. Johnny! And
1: then, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, and then oh. he takes
0: a little bit of a step <laughs> back and you go, oh, Johnny. Why, And then Why? he he realised what he's done and he comes back and it's, Johnny! <laughs> so is that pretty much it for your notes on season one?
1: Yeah, I had a prediction from the start that I wanted to see happen. Okay. But um, Johnny and Miguel's mum, I wanted them to get together. And I thought that was going to be... Ah, I thought that was going to be something okay. that was going to happen. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What, in season one?
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be quite... Not uh, right. well, really early, but towards the end of season one,
0: you right. would see them get okay. together and make a thing of okay. it. Because
1: I thought that would be really nice. And I thought they would work well together. And it was obvious that he liked it, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. I think that would be a lot of ground to cover and would probably detract from all of the stuff that they try to focus on in season two. Mm.
1: Yeah, I So I don't know if that would have been too much. But then obviously I didn't have a clue what was going to happen in season two, did I so, No, that's so true. So that was my prediction after season one. Okay. Can I give season one a rating, please? You can give season...
0: <laughs> I, I thought you were going to do a rating for the whole thing, but you can no, absolutely... I want to give season
1: one a rating. Yeah,
0: no, you can absolutely do a rating for each season. Okay. 100%. So what is it and what's it going to be out of?
1: I'm going to give it five. Five? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, so I'm going to give it five, and it's going to be five front wedgies. <laughs>
0: oh! Oh, just thinking about that makes me makes me a little bit queasy. <laughs> the lift that, that she got off of that, she caught some real air. It was, oh, nasty. Yeah, dodgy, nasty. dodgy front yeah. wedgie.
1: But she gets five of them for this. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. I've got to say that I actually really like her as a character as well. You'll you forgive sure? me? Yes. I was going to say, oh, yeah, I couldn't remember really her good. name, but she's, I really like her She was one of well. the ones
1: that was in it for the right reasons for herself, but she didn't let it kind of get to her, I don't think. I think she was in it for the confidence. Yes. She got confidence, and actually she got friends, and I think, yeah. yeah, I think she did really well. I really like her.
0: Absolutely. And she's still like a moral
1: mm, compass so. of
0: the rest of the season as well. She kind
1: of fits in both places almost, if you want to.
0: Actually does. So I really like her. That's a short side. So she
1: could go either way, really. Yeah. Anything, yeah.
0: So, let's take a flying spinning roundhouse kick at season 2.
1: Okay, right. And
0: we've got the the wrinkly leather <laughs> handbag face ball bag of John Bloody Crease coming Actually,
1: back. You know, it's quite funny because I didn't know how to spell his name, so I wrote C R W E S E and then found out in the series that it's K R W E S E. But to be perfectly honest, I quite like that I spelled his name wrong because <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. John Bumcrease. John
1: Bumcrease. Bumcrease for a face.
0: This guy. This guy.
1: Where do you even... Like, where do you even start with him, honestly? Like, He's just absolutely awful. He's just so
0: awful. (laughs) Now, the one thing I will say in his favour, not that I want to say anything in his favour, but what season one was really kind of lacking was someone for you to go... Yeah, okay. Oh, I really hate that guy. Yes, yes. He oh, he's a real bad dude. Yeah. Because you kind of think That's like, true. oh, is that going to be Robbie? Is that going to be Johnny? Is that going to be Daniel? Is Daniel going to be the guy that I really don't like? And actually...
1: Yeah, he turns up at the end of season one. Yeah, you
0: kind of have these moments where, like, well, no, I didn't initially like Robbie, but now I do. I didn't initially like Johnny, but now I do. I did like Daniel, and now I kind of don't, but he's kind of okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're unsure. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then bloody John Crease. turns up and go I can't you even go... talk about
1: him I just get so angry <laughs> he's like he's so he's just I'm... so slimy and horrible he's like he tries to worm his way in everywhere and he's trying to get all the kids on on his side so that they kick Johnny out and it's like I what's love, the point
0: I love how angry he gets you I love how animated John, about John are about how much you hate him.
1: He's just such an idiot. I don't know anybody that would. Like, I understand what you mean. You can kind of be for them him back his character, obviously, because it gives you somebody to really kind of grit your teeth and, like, oh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So it is good because it adds to the series and it makes. Um, it gives, like, an extra edge. Right. So I'm on board and agree that bringing him back was probably a good idea. Yes. But I just hate him so much. <laughs> He's like he just want he has to be in control of everything. Yeah. He's constantly going on about when he was in the army, which nobody cares about. He made Johnny Lawrence's life absolute hell, but I mean even now he's kind of bearing the brunt of those lessons that he taught him. And he just can't and he knows that he needs to get out of it, but he just can't. Because of how right. horrible this guy was. And yeah. you know you know, you know yeah. even Joe Frost says corporal punishment doesn't work. Right. And he's just non stop going on about it.
0: And Joe Frost He needs to get
1: super nanny in there to talk about <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to say Joe Frost is, is he a bit the, old is he old for that, oh, that no? I don't know but if anyone's going to be the authority on this
1: it's Joe Frost it's going Frost. to be
0: Joe Frost Joe Frost knows get her
1: in that dojo <laughs> <laughs> do you think Joe Frost can know karate? dojo Frost
0: <laughs> yes I can see this working so much so hang on does Joe Frost use the karate In her disciplining? Or is she just in the dojo telling them how to teach? (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, no. So Joe Frost doesn't actually know or teach. She doesn't do karate. No, okay, right. It's not stupid. She (laughs) is in the dojo just interrupting the sensei every so often to (laughs) to go, okay, I just need you to stop. I need you to think about... (laughs) How it is that you're talking to these children. Can
1: we make this, please? Can we make this, please? It's so funny. It's so funny. Excuse me, um, Crease. I'm just going to stop you there. Do you you know that you shouldn't be talking to them in this way? Is that that appropriate?
0: Do you not think that this is a vicious cycle of behaviour because they're taking away what they're seeing from you? You need to be the example that they need to follow.
1: Don't put him on the noise step. The noise step doesn't work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you
1: just need to tell them straight. Get down on their level. Bend down to their level.
0: Now Give I want them you...
1: some time. What do you do when John Creese doesn't give you your attention? Do you lash out? <laughs> do you lash out when John Creese doesn't give you attention? Right. You need to give him your attention.
0: Ask him for an apology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't just put your hand out and bat him away. You need to embrace. You need to open your arms.
0: Do you know what? The more I think about this, this the is better a winner. better it gets. This is a winner. Gets.
1: This is like a robot chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> God.
0: Oh, my God. Can you just imagine how differently John Kreese would have turned out if he just had Super Nanny instead of the army? Yeah, he'd
1: be in prison because he would have <laughs> killed her.
0: OK, right. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, actually. <laughs> that is a fair point. Now, I have a little bit of a theory surrounding John Kreese because the whole first season you're led to believe that John Creese is dead. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's the story that has been spun. Mm. He's, he's not been seen or heard from. He's presumed dead. Mm. Now, my theory is that he only makes a small appearance at the end of season one because... I don't know if the showrunners were certain that they would be able to get him fully on board for a full season two or whether they would have the budget, right, or whether they would have the budget to do a full season two or anything like that. So they had him there as maybe part of his conscience or something, playing mind games with him. Mm. But actually when they figured that what they had was such a success that they got everything they needed to make season two, they made John Creese a full, actual returning character.
1: Right, okay.
0: But that's just a little theory.
1: Possibly, that I have. Yeah, that it, right.
0: it, I'm i happy to be proven wrong to be told that it was always the idea he was going to be a returning character right. but a little bit of me is suspicious that they had that little snippet of him at the end of season 1 because they weren't sure just in
1: case maybe they didn't know there was going to be a season 2 at all
0: mm, depending on how long they would be able to get him for
1: well yeah, yeah and I mean even when he got rid of him it's quite obvious that he's just going to come back He's never going to go away, is he? That's the thing. That's the whole whole point. He's not going to go away. No. So you just know that there's going to be a point in the future when he's going to come back and he's going to see him again. And then lo and behold, right at the last minute, there he is, turns up again. Same as season one. Right. It's just like mirrored season one. Here he is, right at the last minute, turns up. And yeah, it's a pain in the backside.
0: And he spins him this whole sob story. Because he follows him back to where he's staying. Yeah, but
1: that's just a way of getting into his head to control him. It's all lies. Of course it is. Well, it's not it lies. Is. He is in that situation. But he hammed it up so much. Yeah. Oh, I always and thought there, you, you were have... a winner. No, you didn't. You bloody didn't.
0: <laughs> and there was this whole opportunity to draw a parallel of saying this is how America treats its veterans. You know, yeah, its veterans yeah. end up out on the street and this and that and they're <laughs> poorly treated and they have ptsd end
1: up and looking like a ball bag
0: end up looking like a ball bag <laughs> yes <laughs> there was that whole opportunity for the parallel of that and i think that if they had done that i don't know how comfortable i would have been going I feel bad for John Crease. I don't know how comfortable that would have made me. But actually, I think in a way, it works in their favour to kind of have a little bit of that. Have it that he's down on his luck. He is out of the army. He's got nowhere to go. He doesn't have anything. Johnny Lawrence takes him on and gives him this opportunity to try and be the bigger man, only for John Creese to be that even worse than you think yeah, he's going to be. I
1: know. Because that says more about Johnny Lawrence than it says about John Crease. It because does, you go, and that's the brilliance I mean, of He's always it. got his hooks in him, though, that's the thing. So yeah. he's, go- he's just always going to say, yes, fine, come back, because he's always in his yeah. head. But... Because we've got to remember, the focus is, is on
0: Johnny Lawrence yeah. for the series. Well, yeah. It can't be about John Crease and how bad John Crease is feeling and you know, how bad be. he turned out. It's got to be Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. So talk guess. us through a little bit of what you put down for season two. I want to hear some of the amazing things that you've put down.
1: <laughs> it's not amazing things. It's just a. It is a brilliant. Note. So I'm just going to go through this one long one and then maybe you can like unpack sure, sure. your thought at the end of it, right? So Hang on, let me get, get
0: comfortable.
1: No, no, don't. It's not long.
0: And <laughs> go.
1: <laughs> We've kind of already touched a little bit on how John Lawrence had like a, the backstory with his awful stepdad. Sure. But his mum kind of marrying into money so that he has a better life. She thought he was going to have a better life, obviously. Of course. Just been thinking about how good his life could have been if he hadn't met John Crease or just gotten by with his mum so if it was just him and his mum growing up he would have been fine so it would have been almost like a similar story to how Robbie went obviously he had a deadbeat (laughs) mum whatever but maybe he could have found somebody good like Daniel LaRue so like you said Mm. if it had gone the opposite way and he'd found Mr Miyagi it might have been a totally different totally different story it would have been a totally different Mm. story because he's not inherently bad he just had a bad deal of it Mm. you know he just met the wrong guy basically Mm. so miguel is kind of almost going down that path now so all the kids that are involved in the series are showing the alternative routes that johnny lawrence's childhood could have taken so, basically, you've got, like... Ah, okay, I like if, this theory. If Robbie... It's not even
0: a theory. You, you've you actually hit on something really good there.
1: So, if Johnny Lawrence had met a good role model, the relationship would have been Robbie and Danny's relationship, right? So, or if he'd stayed with his mum but just never met... Right, um, right, right. ...John Creese. Yeah, I got you. So, for The Other Way Round, it's the opposite story. So, Daniel and Johnny had had it The Other Way Round. right. Daniel started off with nothing and ends up with everything. Johnny starts off with everything and then ends up with nothing. Right. So both of kind of the Miguel and Robbie storylines are showing like the alternative routes that his childhood could have taken Mm. had it been the other way around. Mm. So, you know, if obviously Miguel is kind of what Johnny was possibly. Yeah, a little, a little bit, a little bit. But then Robbie, if he met somebody, somebody better... Um, so I think that could have been, like, quite interesting... Miguel
0: almost represents kind of the better parts of Johnny and represents the goodness that Johnny wants to bring out in Miguel. Miguel mm. is, like, the driving force behind Johnny Lawrence's change. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do have to say, as much of a dick as he is, Hawk, Eli... <laughs> represents what Johnny would have been if he had kept going back to John Kreese afterwards and (laughs) had kept training and kept going and, like, just had all of that anger brought out of him. So, yeah, them all being, like, different paths that Johnny could have gone down. Is a really brilliant theory. I really like It
1: seems like it and like I kind of thought quite early on and then the more I watched it, the more I thought it's it is kind of how it's going. So like they're showing all sides of what could have happened. And then it might be actually that kind of towards the end, as it goes on to season three, so like the end of the end, you know, the the final forever. It might be that actually both routes. Have their positives, yeah. so really he could have gone either way and still ended up almost in the same place, or it would it wouldn't have been any he wouldn't been any worse off or better off had he right. kind of taken different different ways. Right. So he maybe was just destined to live this life. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Absolutely, that's a that's a really nice theory. I like that. I I totally am on board with mm. that because then that gives a fuller meaning to. His attachment to Cobra Kai,
1: yeah,
0: really, because it's not just that he's attached to Cobra Kai from his own history, He he's attached to Cobra Kai because he is Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. like Johnny Lawrence is Cobra Kai, and Cobra Kai is yeah. Johnny Lawrence. Yeah,
1: That's all he knew, wasn't it? That was the it thing is, that got absolutely. him out, that's the thing that got him out. So yeah, that, I mean, that's quite Hawk like. So, the character Hawk has got very similar um, yeah. history to him, so he was bullied mm. by his. By his stepdad, he was bullied by the people that he went to school with constantly. Mm, yeah, and then all of a sudden he meets this guy, he totally turns him around, turns him into a bit of a bully, flips actually. the script, quite aggressive, and maybe not the best. But no. that's what happened. And then that's kind of what happened to Hawk. He was somebody, he was being bullied. Yeah. He met Johnny Lawrence, and he just took it to the extreme. That's just what yeah. happened. But that's what Johnny Lawrence did as well. Yeah, he just and took all those things to the that extreme. That
0: change in Hawk, I really liked at I the definitely. start. <laughs> At the start, I liked, because I thought that was the literal representation of what Johnny was teaching. Like, just because someone says you are something doesn't mean you have to be what that other person says you are. You don't have to let one thing about you define you. You need to take control and be and act like the person that you want to be.
1: Mm. And that's exactly what and he that then is does. That's really true. But not in the way that he But
0: went yeah. With. Exactly. And there's like there's oh. that and then there's like the literal but definition please. of that, which is like, oh my God.
1: It's quite funny how you can see it working. He thinks that he's popular, he thinks that everybody thinks he's cool. He thinks that he's this big tough guy. But actually He's lost all of his friends, almost, and he doesn't have the girl that he wanted anymore because the girlfriend realised he was an idiot. Yeah, because he took it too far. Right. So he's worse off. He's got a worse life than he did before. He just thinks that because he's beaten people up and not the other way round, that it's better.
0: Exactly. But it's not.
1: It's it's not. Yeah. Doing good. <laughs> no.
0: So I think we need to address the climax of season two.
1: Okay.
0: Because there is obviously a new girl on the scene in season two hate her hate her as well tori with a y that
1: was it don't even know don't care
0: yeah that's why (laughs) that's why anytime i was saying her name, like ah, tori with a y i
1: hate her i'm sorry
0: yeah she is rough but we don't really get any explanation as to why she is that rough around the edges i think really. you
1: do did she not when she was sitting it's in the park with McGraw? did she not minimal. say that maybe she didn't have the best upbringing or yeah whatever, i don't know something you
0: get a little bit of that but it's kind of glossed over a little bit and i don't want to know me, i'm not interested no it leads me to believe that they might go into it a little bit more at some don't point care. you don't <laughs> you don't care spilling the tea on her don't care
1: she doesn't like Miguel anyway. She's just doing that to get back at Sam because for some reason she doesn't like her. Just because she's a girl or something. It's probably because she's bitter about her. She wants money. She wants popularity. She wants nice mm, faces. Probably. I don't know. She doesn't have any of those things. Doesn't have a nice face at all. So she's just jealous and bitter. and I'm she wants sure to beat the her up
0: actress will be time. thrilled to hear that. Mm,
1: well, I don't care about that either. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> at me.
0: I'm very sorry if you're listening to this. Um, Please don't find us and beat us up. She's just
1: horrible. She's just horrible.
0: So the whole thing kind of culminates in an all-out brawl in Mm. the school.
1: Which is really good. That's really exciting. Yeah. And they did that in a really good way. I have to say that... From start to finish, it was...
0: (laughs) There was one particular shot which I have to say I was hugely impressed by. It was one continuous... Choreographed shot that must have taken them ages to film because it was on a par with the hallway scene in the first series of Daredevil. It was that I good. Seen that. In, I think it's in like the very first episode. There's just this one long choreographed fight yeah, scene just okay. inside one hallway, and it goes on for ages and ages. And he and is ages. blind, to
1: be fair.
0: Yeah, right. What? kind of karate is he studying? <laughs> uh, I
1: don't Def- know. he's
0: I'll tell you what, Daredevil definitely didn't train under Joe Frost. Can't see
1: <laughs> Kwondo I don't know. <laughs> can't see
0: Kwondo <laughs> Oh my god, is that on PC? I don't know. Are we gonna have to cut that? Uh, we'll leave it in. I don't know. <laughs>
1: It was a little <laughs> joke.
0: but no it, it it ends up in it all kind of comes to blows and this is what you were saying about it being like a teenage drama
1: yeah this is quite but then actually i thought it i thought it was like a teenage drama It got quite serious didn't it i thought it was going to be all bants and you know like with the Penis on the billboard and stuff. I thought it was going to be like right. friendly. Right, yes. Camp. I thought it was going to be like friendly banter, a bit hey, 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 your turn, yeah. your turn, that type of thing. But it got really serious really quick.
0: <laughs> it did. And
1: especially this. This is really serious. It did. I kind of, when I was watching it, I thought that they were still going to go with um, Sam having the problem with Tori. So Tori was going to get really hurt. And Sam was right. going to be really in for it. Right. I didn't expect that Miguel was going to be the person that would get rid of it I don't yeah. think he's going to be dead but I think he might be maybe paralysed or seriously injured for and a really is, long time and, and then he the can't thing. do the karate. yeah
0: <laughs> because Miguel does have that moment of you know letting up mm. Johnny Lawrence's words are like you know, just because we say no mercy that doesn't mean no yeah. honour I want you to be better than me and he lets up for a second, and then Robbie kind of loses it a little bit. I think Robbie—he's had
1: a stressful time.
0: I think that Robbie hasn't realised what I'd, he's no, doing. No, he
1: didn't, because he was behind him. and At yeah. the start, so he couldn't even see his face change. He couldn't see the thought process. But then Miguel did say sorry and kind of. Took yeah. his hand away from him. But, I mean, you're in the moment. There's loads of people shouting at you. There's loads of pressure. He's stressed already. Right. He's obviously seen red a little bit anyway. Yeah. So... Now, are we
0: defending Robbie because we like him or do we have to no, openly because... admit that he did something wrong?
1: Well, no, he did do something wrong right. because he's still got kind of Johnny's half in him. It doesn't matter how much you teach him to be honourable and that type of thing. And he is in certain ways... But at the same time, he still got that like fiery yeah. old personality yeah. there still. And I think maybe he probably just he saw red a little bit. Yeah. He wanted to prove something. He yeah. didn't like Miguel already anyway because of no. Sam, which is fine, right? But and that's just like ooh, teenage mm. things. But then it just got horrible.
0: Yeah. And, and Torrey, then where did being he go?
1: The...
0: Tor- uh, we he don't just know. We've
1: got no idea where he went, and he's nobody addressed it. He just he just wasn't no. there. He didn't go to the hospital to see Sam. He obviously was. I mean he was mortified, obviously. I'm hoping that it's not gonna be oh no, he's at the bottom of something. He's hurt himself as well or he's done something mm. stupid because he feels just awful. I th- no,
0: you just see him split, Or he's ran away. Whether he's been put into Yeah,
1: has he been held?
0: Being held somewhere until they find out what's happened, what his is condition probably, is gonna unless be. Unless he
1: ran and then you're like, Oh, you don't want him to run into those old friends again who are really horrible, everybody hated right. and then Go back to his old Mm. life and stuff.
0: All of which was instigated purely by Tori.
1: Obviously, because she's an absolute idiot. Oh, there's no rules here, so I'm just going to get my spike out. Well, get over the stairway, you... (laughs) I know, it's just like... (laughs) She just should have taken her boot off and hit her over the head with it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, there's no rules. All right, well, I'll take my belt off and I'll put your eye out with it. How about that?
0: I mean, yeah, exactly. Because if you're fighting
1: with no rules, you have to expect everyone else to do the same thing. Yeah. You can't just be the only person being brutal like that. And, oh, it's so annoying. I hate And her. there's no
0: way that she's like... Well, let's
1: just find out yeah. that she's Creese's daughter. Let's just find that out. Oh! Because that's, <laughs> how does she... Oh, she doesn't know oh. her parents because he's constantly saying he's dead all the time. Oh, maybe. I don't think that's going to that,
0: happen. It would be a little bit <laughs> but, like... But it would oh, just be
1: the way, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. For,
1: I mean, just for me, because I hate both of them so much. Oh, that would just be right.
0: Yeah. But,
1: yeah. No, I don't think that's going to happen. But,
0: yeah. but she's
1: just an idiot. That's all there is to it.
0: Yeah, I do agree that she is almost like equally as much of an antagonist but had the opportunity to not be.
1: I think she probably She had like the opportunity. I think she yeah. probably was fine. And then she had a problem Sam pushed her because she thought she was She easy. had the opportunity
0: <laughs> to let Miguel be a good influence to her.
1: Okay, yeah. Oh, we've heard all these stories before, haven't we? Well, yeah, but this is the thing.
0: <laughs> Miguel had the opportunity to be the good influence on her, yeah, but she, didn't
1: let him, she
0: he? for whatever reason, couldn't see past jealousy.
1: Mm, couldn't see what past. Was. I think that's what it was. I think yeah. she was just bitter about Sam. The fact that Sam was the one that Miguel used to be with obviously made her feel a little bit inferior in some ways, and that got her back up. There's loads of things probably. It was probably hmm. like a lot of factors that made her like that
0: and then at the very end we see john crease back fully oh of course, of course taking over and why Cobra was that Kai. johnny's fault
1: why is he trying to make them all think that was johnny's fault exactly because it wasn't it wasn't his fault he was trying to teach them right and because miguel lost well what, what do you expect you keep going until one of them dies then that's what you want, yeah, you want exactly. a child to die and, and even, that is what he wants and
0: even while that scene was playing i was like this scene is not going to end no, until someone gets really, really like hurt. It really feels like
1: somebody's gonna, is in for it, like if yeah. they just really, and then because you know they're all chill, You know they're all really just kids, and yeah. it's so silly, and that's why it's so horrible.
0: And it's literally like, oh wow, well, it's all fun and games until someone loses a backbone.
1: Uh, yeah. And it's like, oh, oh my almost. god! <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's horrible. It's yeah. really horrible. That was quite a shocking end. It's been obvious the whole time that Sam and Robbie were going to be together. And you knew that was going to cause a bit of drama. Sure. Because why were not there? Like, it takes it takes the final episode for her mum to go, oh, two teenagers left together all summer by themselves. Well, yeah, yeah. you moved him into her to her home. Right. What do you think was going to happen? She would have yeah. thought about that way sooner. So I don't... And that's, that's kind of just another way to show that Daniel was totally off balance with his... He wanted to be on balance with his karate life and his work life, and both of them ended up suffering. And that was, like, another thing. Yeah suffered.
0: And I think that's something that we're going to see more of is the downfall of Daniel LaRusso. I think...
1: Daniel LaRusso. Daniel LaRusso. I think
0: Don't we're we going to see... have do it
1: like Jason Larullo. I know. Then? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got the reference. <laughs> Just didn't sound like you did.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I think we're going to start seeing a little bit more of the split in his lifestyle. Like, I think he's going to yeah. kind of... Really struggle to hang on to what it is that he's built up.
1: His wife is going to put her foot down, and she already has, but it's going to be hard down. Yeah. You know, There's one kid, maybe paralysed, maybe dead, nobody knows, because of the karate. Her daughter has got a crapped rib and stitches mm. all up her arm. She's in bits because of whatever's been going on and that's all because of his crying she kind of had the journey that I had actually yeah. I think at the start she was like this is friendly banter. oh this is funny it's from the 80s it's from when they were at school stupid boys being boys that type of thing and then all of a sudden it got kind of serious quite fast and she got fed up with it right. and that's kind of what I was like as well
0: she's almost the voice of reason
1: yeah she is the voice of reason yeah. but uh, she's, uh, the, she's the real yeah. she's the real man she's the de- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but
0: it's in a way she's kind of reasoning that Daniel shouldn't be chasing dreams yeah, almost. Yeah, you need
1: to know when to stop. You know? That's the thing. Yeah. And he doesn't yeah, yeah. know when to stop. He's got that in his head now. She's almost like the audience. She's our yeah, like yeah, the yeah. journey that we take. So that's quite yeah.
0: nice. And actually, if she could say to him, do you know, maybe you should just take a look at what this Johnny guy is yeah. teaching. And maybe yeah. if you realize that he's trying to do the right thing, you can just leave it alone.
1: That might happen now, though, because now that John Crease is back, Johnny doesn't have a dojo, I think they're going to let... Because, I mean, even Robbie, wherever Robbie is, they might... Daniel and Johnny might end up coming together to try and find out where Robbie is mm. or trying to help Robbie in some way. And even one of, like, Robbie's last things said mm. was, you can learn from each other.
0: OK, so how about this? We hear your score for season two and what it's out of, and then we'll do predictions... For season three and what you want to see, what's your score for season two? What's it out of? My
1: score for season two is also five because why wouldn't it be? And it's out of hash browns. Five hash browns. Hash brown Cobra Kai.
0: (laughs) Hash brown Cobra Kai. I for, do you know what? Until you said that, I was like... When I you know first that's not
1: season two, but it just... No, I know. Me.
0: When you first <laughs> said hash browns, I was like, what is she going on about? And then you said the joke, and <laughs> I completely it. forgot that joke. Where like,
1: hash brown cobra kai or something.
0: Put a couple of hash browns in it.
1: What? You know,
0: <laughs> hash brown cobra kai. Love it. Love it. I, like, he's... Like, he's so comedically out of touch. Like, literally oh, no so one... Much. Literally, no one on the planet is as out of touch as Johnny is, but I still love it. <laughs> like, the most unrealistic part of this whole series isn't that there are two warring factions of karate dojos <laughs> in the valley of Los Angeles. It
1: that isn't. Happen. That s- could
0: happen. I mean, it could, it could. <laughs> it isn't that a perfectly choreographed fight sequence (laughs) happens in the hallway of a high school, (laughs) the most unrealistic part for me is how technologically out (laughs) of touch Johnny Lawrence is.
1: He can use power tools and a steering wheel. He doesn't need anything else. You
0: don't. Maybe this is a life lesson from Johnny Lawrence. All you need in life is a cool car, a beer a hot babe and that's it (laughs) you know that's all you need you don't you don't need technology you don't need a phone you don't need a laptop you just need a cool car and a cold beer you say you don't need a
1: phone but he threw his phone away and at the last minute he got a friend request from the woman that he's been wanting to be in a relationship with for the past 40 years right which is annoying anyway okay Okay, so so, predictions five hash browns I think Robbie is going to be in some type of deep trouble. Well, he is. He's in trouble, isn't he? Yeah, so he is. He is in deep trouble, whether they've found him yet or not, but eventually he's going to be in deep trouble. I think possibly Johnny and Daniel... I, I don't. I know that Daniel might not be in the best place with um, Robbie right now, but he found the book at the end, The History of Okinawa, so he was obviously really trying, and I think he's going to come round to, jo- uh, to Robbie quite quick. So him and Johnny are going to have to try and merge slightly to get robbie back on track to try and help him yeah and it's going to be in both of their best interests
0: because they already called the truce between them and a then little it just bit. went
1: pretty bad didn't, it?
0: didn't didn't they and then it went down pretty bad after that i was really hoping that actually that would last a little bit longer than it did but it obviously didn't i, w- I was cheering when they shook hands and Put the past in the past and then just like moved on with their lives, but yeah. obviously it didn't stay that
1: way. Yeah, so they're both gonna have to work together because he doesn't have a dojo anymore anyway. She's already told him her priority is her children, and when her children are getting hurt, then that needs to stop, obviously. Yeah. So karate's out for him anyway. So they're gonna have to try and, and do something, and I think mm. they're gonna be brought together not forever, but they'll be brought together by. Robbie, maybe. Yeah. And, and yeah. there's more important things happening. A child might be. I mean, his his injuries are life changing. We probably already know that. So it's it's just getting stupid. You have to put things into priority, obviously, mm. right? I kind of thought I don't know really what's going to happen with John Crease. I think he's just going to continue being an absolute idiot. I can't see anything else for him. I thought that Johnny's friends were going to come back and back him up, maybe, and they were going to fight together because they enjoyed that so much in the bar when his yeah when he had like his friends last yeah last hurrah type thing, and then they all end up fighting. I thought they were going to come back, so maybe they still will. Maybe now that is out of the picture, they'll all come back and yeah. And maybe they're
0: going to find together. out that what what John Kreese has done, taken Cobra Kai away yeah. from him, yeah. and they will kind of come to back him up a I don't, little that bit. That
1: can't be the end of them. It can't be. It was quite a yeah, defining I know. moment in the middle of the series. Yeah, that, that was be. it. Was like really end, nice to see the Why bother them having like a whole again. long story about him and his friends and his other friend dying if it's not going to do anything? Yeah. So I'm still kind of thinking that they might make another appearance. They might come hmm. back and help him a little bit, or
0: I kind of want to see maybe do it
1: for adults instead.
0: Maybe I kind of want to see Johnny Lawrence and Daniel almost work together to that's, form I think something new.
1: I, th- I think it's going to take kind on of...
0: John Crease and because they yes. both realize that because they actually both hate him.
1: That's yeah. The thing. It's like yeah, their
0: they, hatred. This is what happens. Yes.
1: Their ha- Everybody's hatred of him brings people together. Right.
0: And, and that's exactly it. They both realise how bad he is and that the only way that they can take him out of the picture is by working together.
1: And when his friends come to Reseda to help him also get yeah. his dojo back, there's a whole group of them that remembers Ali from the 80s Right? Yeah. And then they're going to say, Hey, Ali said that you added her on Facebook and she accepted, but you haven't spoken to her, have you? And here we go. He's got his whole life. I, it might be even worse because then Ali might come back and then is, and then Daniel will be like, oh, oh, oh. And then Daniel's wife will be annoyed as well because oh, she's back. So it's gonna start a okay. whole thing. It's going to be like a love triangle even that more, happened with the teenagers, more. but it's going to be with them. Yes. <laughs> oh.
0: Miguel, I think, is going to pull. Through, yeah, I
1: don't think he's going to I be dead. I but... think he's
0: going to have a long rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. I think that season three is going to I mean, isn't
1: is isn't his mum a him... nurse, though, so that mm-hmm. that's handy. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that he's going to have a long rehabilitation, and Johnny is going to want to help him, but his mum mm-hmm. is not going yeah, to let I, him. Yeah, I agree.
1: So, so I think she's going to come round because I think her mum has a lot of influence on her. And I think yeah. her mum has a lot to say about Johnny. I think she'll know. I think yeah, her mum would help, exactly. help her. I think eventually it probably will work out in, yeah. in a small way.
0: And I think Tori is going to get her ass handed to her by someone as well. Um, so, yeah, there are some of my predictions. <laughs> That's all I really wanted to see. So there we go. There we have it. So there we have it. Five out of five for each series of Cobra Kai, season one and two.
1: I loved every second of it.
0: I absolutely What's got... What's your rating? My rating? I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think it's a really, really great series. I didn't expect to get into it as much as I did. But I do have to say, do you think that this could be the start of a continuation of 80s revival things. Because Stranger Things kind of did that with The Goonies and Stand By Me and things like that. And Cobra Kai is doing that with The Karate Kid, Mm. like kind of a revival. Do you reckon we're going to see more?
1: Possibly. Now that Netflix has taken Cobra Kai on and it's, I imagine, quite popular... I'm not sure. I don't really know how it's, how it's fared since being on Netflix. But I would imagine people enjoy it. People like it because it, mm. it got put on Netflix in the first place. So yeah. it must have been doing well on YouTube. So, and they got a season three out of it. Mm. It might happen. It might, it might happen.
0: happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, we say that, but the... it's never going to be Johnny Lawrence, to be yeah. honest. No. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Whoever it is, it doesn't matter because I mean, it's we... not Johnny Lawrence. He's like the '80s Captain yeah. America. He's forgotten everything. He is in ice <laughs> frozen since in the time. '80s. He's come frozen back out. In time. He doesn't know anything.
0: Exactly. But what do you think out there? Do you think that this is worthy of the rating that we've given it? Do you think we should have come up with an entirely new rating system just for (laughs) Cobra Kai to be able to give it a higher score? What other things do you reckon we are going to see a revival of in the future if Cobra Kai has indeed paved the way for other 80s revivals? Are we going to do more episodes like this for other series we're watching? I mean, no. you know, no, probably not. <laughs> I mean, not until season three.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> when season three comes out, we'll probably do another one bonus to recap round. bonus round of season three. We might watch Karate Kid part two and three in the interim for we'll that. See. But are we going to do it for more series?
1: No. Yeah,
0: no, probably not. <laughs> can't. I mean, it's a lot, lot of effort, really, isn't it? It was a lot of effort with this one really i mean we've recorded for quite some time, at time. i don't think we're gonna do this again but either way you can get in contact with us on twitter i am at drew bridger
1: at amber inch hash
0: what? brown bttr <laughs> pod is the one that you should be looking for for us what else should they do amber
1: you should like subscribe and review on your podcast service
0: absolutely please do if you have enjoyed this please do leave leave us a positive review if you (laughs) haven't don't leave us a review but do tell all the people that you don't like particularly if they're in your rival karate dojo
1: and they're called tori
0: oh yeah just tell tori to go do one but until our next episode amber is there any mercy in this dojo
1: there is no mercy in this dojo